He wants the creme de la creme, the chat de la chat. Ready? You have the cameras rolling. I'm straight Democrat. Fat, you stink, and you ugly, and you broke. This is a disclaimer. The Crimson Capsule Chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development. Do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended. This podcast is from a red pill perspective. We go hard on 304 so you can understand their nature. Again, listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy. Poor kids are just as bright and just as tall as white kids. Shut up, bitch! Six twenty-three, <coughs> and I'm chilling. You guys already know, man. <coughs> Tuesday night, Tuesday night, and guess what? I'm here, and I'm back with another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule. Chapel. 
Alright, so like I said earlier today, this isn't going to be a long episode at all. In fact, I only got 18 minutes and 34 seconds of content to go through. We got Joe Rogan Sees the Truth. That's from Liberal Hive Mind. And I became an active Trump supporter when they raided Mar-a-Lago. And that's from the Roseanne Barr podcast with Tucker Carlson. Liberal Hive Mind, the Roseanne Barr podcast. Shout out to both. Subscribe to both. Like I said, we're not wasting any time. We're going to dive right in. Joe Rogan sees the truth. Hey guys, welcome to the Liberal Hive Mind. It's time to shatter leftist hopes moving into the next election. Leftoids, it's finally time to come to terms with the fact that you have been outed. People see it. You know, it took some time, but people are starting to see it all. I mean, for instance, we've been telling black people for a while that the Democrat Party is actually a party filled with racists, enacting policies with clearly intended consequences that will continue to keep black people below, under, struggling. They didn't want to listen nobody listened but now apparently it seems as though that narrative is starting to build up huh we kept warning democrats hey you should stop your slow march towards communism you're gonna lose the latinos specifically venezuelans and cubans they didn't listen and now florida's gone and now we've been telling democrats hey maybe focus on i don't know policy fixing up whatever socialist you know communist nonsense is going on in your party you know the authoritarian element maybe come up with something instead of making every election about donald trump maybe actually have a message, a plan, you know, something to offer the American people. They didn't want to listen. And now regular middle of the ground people are realizing exactly that fact that the Democrats have absolutely nothing to offer. Nothing. And that's why all their political messaging, I mean, the message behind all of their campaigns is we're going to get Donald Trump. Just go to hackblue.com slash Adam Schiff. Everything is Trump, Trump, Trump. We're going to get him. Destroy Donald Trump. Trump this, Trump that. And the people, regular middle of the road people are starting to see right through it. They've had enough. And of course, who do we use to represent the view of the independent voter and just the regular Joe? Well, that's none other than regular Joe Rogan, who represents that moderate political view. Wait till you guys see what he had to say. It's right on the money. It's basically exactly what we've been saying. The Democrat worst nightmare continues heading into 2024. Let's take a look. Let's roll the tape. All right, folks, take a look at what Joe Rogan had to say. This is going viral all over Twitter. Just listen. Yeah, but I mean, how? I mean, I'm sure that I'm sure the Democratic Party is just like calculating how they big, have to. Be. How big is this, and what's what's the thing? Like I that? think they have no cards, and they're looking at this this game. And I don't know. I think they're depending upon party loyalty, and they're depending upon Trump getting convicted yeah. and arrested. I mean, and in um, uh, imprisoned rather. I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't think it is. It doesn't seem to. It seems like it's a bunch of trumped up charges. No pun intended. Yeah, I, mean, I just I, again, I, I, I'm not a political commentator. I'm not an expert. It does seem like really like, why are they going after him so hard right now when they could have done it? You know, like the the, the whatever the hotel thing or the valuation of the property from. 20 years ago. It's bananas. Right. The valuation right. of the property is so obvious, so off what it should be. $18 million for Mar-a-Lago. I've, <laughs> I've bought it immediately. If that shit was $18 million exactly. and you were the only one that was able to buy it, you'd be a fool not to scoop it up because you could sell it right away. You get a loan and you can sell that right away for who knows how much. I mean, I think Forbes valued it 
I think it was like well over 700 million. Wow. And Trump thinks it's worth over a billion. And he might be right. That's what's crazy. It's a giant piece of property in one of the most valuable pieces of land in all of America. I mean, a house next to him down the street, a much smaller place sold for 50. Yeah, so it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make it's it's yeah. it does make sense if you if you want to look at banana public republic banana tactics. Republic, yeah. Yeah, I mean, funny. when you're imprisoning and, and trying to convict your political opponents, which is I the problem with that is even if you think Donald Trump is a crook, even if you think that he should be arrested, this sets a precedent for future presidents. If we get someone who's not just Donald Trump, who has a lot of people in the center that say, hey, his economic policies were effective, his foreign policies were effective, even if I think he's a jerk, maybe that would be better to have a jerk run the country in a way that's better overall than what's being done right now. <coughs> yeah, Joe Biden's been hanging out, not Joe Biden, Joe Rogan's been hanging out with a, with a few conservatives, you can tell. A lot of their things are rubbing off on him. Pause. He makes a lot of points, uh, mostly in the center, though. Uh, those who are uh, moderate left, center lefty, sort of, they're the easiest ones to turn because, at the very least, they can come back to the center when their lunatic policies and their politicians fail them. Um, yeah, the people are looking at Trump and going, yeah, you know, even people that dislike him. Oh, this guy's a jerk. This guy's an asshole. But he's the better one for the country. And I think that's the reality. That's the problem. Um, this remind me of uh, the last episode. By the way, I never shared the episode that I did midday. I'm probably just going to share that tomorrow, most likely. We talked about Little Nas X and how he became a so-called Christian. But to me, it's all um, it's all a troll, really. But the guy from uh, the channel, the truth is, I guess, didn't really figure that out. But the episode that I shared in the morning when I talked about, uh, we, we went over the playback video, shout out to playback on YouTube, and they were talking about Charleston White and his hypocrisy, right? They try to compare Charleston White to Donald Trump in a sense that he's not always right or he'll say things that are right sometimes and most of the time it's just like nah that's not the case most of the things that Trump has said especially about Biden especially about his dealings with the Ukraine his dealings with China was all accurate I just want to throw that out there now even if you looked at that what if someone further right than him steps in? What if a war breaks out? What if things get even crazier? What if nationalism really upticks? Then you have someone who is now in power that is far right, like has happened all over the world. If that happens and that person, if that precedent has been set for prosecuting your political opponents and going after them with trumped up charges, we have a horrible situation. And that's one of the reasons why we have to stick with the rule of law. We have to stick with the, the, the way this country was founded on. And also, you would have to look at it as you already have. And this is something that Joe Rogan may, may or may not mention. You already have a far left presence. You only hear some of these people talk about far right. Oh, well, you know, these guys are far right. Well, most of these policies are far left. The radicalization of the kids and 
and, you know, introducing them to all types of crazy shit at young ages. I mean, come on. There's already a far left. So, unfortunately, nature will prove that there will be a far right. And the far left has a presence. Trump is not far right. <laughs> I don't know what people or how people think Trump actually is. Like, I guess they look at the way he carries himself and say, well, he's all right. He's an extremist. Look how he talks to people. And it's like, wait, huh? Unemployment, the economy, no high gas prices. I'll tell you that. You just getting by off of like a half a tank. You know what I mean? Uh, gas goes back and forth between like three and maybe like three twenty-five on a whelm. So you don't you don't even know. Yeah, this might sound stupid, but I never paid attention. <laughs> I never paid attention to uh, like the gas, the gallon per gas or gas per gallon, I should say, until I started going to school for a short period of time in PA. I talked about this briefly. I used to go to uh, I used to go to ITT in Ben Salem. And, you know, in PA, you pump your own gas. You know, a nigga from Jersey is like, it's very difficult to get used to that. So I go out. I pump like $20 in the tank. And I remember during the time because it was like the shit just went by quick as hell. I thought the fucking, I thought the goddamn, uh, the gas pump was broke. I'm like, what the? 20 already? But at that time, that shit was high. That shit was high. You didn't have any of this shit dealing with um dealing with Trump. I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. Oh yeah, let me let me play some real nigga shit real quick. Hold up. Actually, no, I don't wanna do that. I'll do that, I'll do that in between. Principles were set up because they wanted to mitigate corruption at its base level at every step of the way. They wanted to stretch it out so no one could be an authoritarian dictator and run America. You know, I think people are finally starting to come to that realization. I think for a while, a lot of people were open-minded. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with that, especially if you don't know what's going on and you haven't really studied the extensive details. I think for the most part, people were open-minded to the idea that maybe Donald Trump did do something wrong. Maybe these indictments are legitimate. Let's see where they go. But over time, it's becoming plainly obvious to most people that it's all one big joke. It's all one big scam. It's banana republic tactics with a clear ambition of protecting Joe Biden and stopping Donald Trump from winning in 2024. It's obvious. And you know, the most obvious example is Letitia James and whatever's going on in New York City. This? Don Jr. was on the stand as a state's witness just about two weeks ago, and he distanced himself from being, you know, one of the top heads of Trump organization and preparing those financial... That's not normal behavior. This? And what would you say to people who say, oh, I'm not going to bother to register to vote because my voice doesn't make a difference or I'm just one person? I say one, I say one name, Donald Trump. That should motivate you. Will you, will you sue him for us? Oh, we're going to definitely sue him. We're going to be a real pain I love it. That's not normal behavior. People are realizing this. They're realizing that the Manhattan case against the Trump organization, the civil fraud case. 
Y'all remember, uh, <clears throat> I think it was like last week, two weeks ago, probably last week, where those two anger women, I think it was CNN, had to be. Or maybe it was MSNBC. They're all the same to me. Alphabet boys. Um, they were talking about how, you know, you had people like Mussolini and you had people like Adolf Hitler and Trump is worse than both. And it's like, wait, what? Let's go back to common sense, people. How many people, how many Jews, let's just be, let's be direct since they're connecting, um, Trump to Adolf Hitler. Um, how many Jews did, uh, Adolf Hitler, I mean, uh, how many Jews did uh, Donald Trump order to be executed? Anybody? Nothing, right? None? Okay, cool. See, you you got to understand, like, this shit, like, two nights ago, when I was going to, um, when I was going to upload the episode that I did, was it last night? No, last night. It was like... No, maybe it was two nights. No, 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 it was last night because yesterday was Monday. Um, this episode I was going to upload, and I was going over a Fox clip. It's like, yo, motherfuckers and Fox are corny as shit, too. So it's like you can't win with any of these people. I usually just deal with uh, Sky News Australia, um, Newsmax, when I can catch it, and, and other. Oh, and um, InfoWars. When I get the time, because it's like three and a half hour um, fucking, you know, it's a three and a half hour show that he has. But I was going over this video from Fox and they were talking about um, because of Bidenomics, um, a lot of people during the holidays are going to spend less money, which is obvious. I don't know why that's a news article, but. You always got Fox News. They're trying to they're fishing for something. It's like they don't even have information to talk about. You know, we going to have another fucking debate. I haven't, I haven't seen one debate. When I realized Trump was not going to be in the debate, I no longer cared about the debate. Nine times out of ten, nine times out of ten, this nigga will do another interview somewhere. He'll deal with Tucker Carlson. And I don't even know what the whole vice president situation is. I'm kind of curious about that. I should probably look that up. It's all one big scam. They're alleging Mar-a-Lago is worth $18 million. Okay. You know, your average person is seeing that and going, what is this? You know, I think the reaction tends to be something like, they're trying to convince me that Donald Trump is this criminal who should be sent to prison for the rest of his life. What's he guilty of? Well, see, uh, we believe that Mar-a-Lago is worth like $2 and he has a different assessment. What? What does that even mean? Like, what am I watching? What am I being exposed to? Property values? What does that have to do with Donald Trump? Property values are assessed by third parties. If those assessors didn't do their job properly, what does that mean? Like, what is, what is the point of this? Donald Trump is Al Capone because he believes that Mar-a-Lago is worth more than eight. I mean, Donald Trump does have a mean uh, mugshot. <clears throat> I notice it. <clears throat> I go on YouTube, uh, like, I don't know, like the afternoon or some shit, the day that this shit happened. And his mugshot was on uh was in the video. I was like, wow, they really fucked up. That's the first thing I said to myself. They really fucked up. 
because everything that I've been saying was was proven correct about the blacks, the blacks voting for Trump, the Latinos voting for Trump, um, you know, and it was all going to kick off with indictments. The more indictments Trump get, the more the blacks are noticing, like, wait, well, why, why are they so pressed to get this white guy out? And you got to ask yourself the question of never before. And I want you all to think about this. Never before in history has a person been consistently wrongly accused, <gasps> excuse me, wrongly accused of racism. Never before has there been a president who's consistently wrongly accused of racism while the history that he has with black people. I mean, come on, man. Y'all see the episode where he was with, you know, y'all see the episode when he was he was chilling with Shabba Rax. Like, come on, man. Stop. Come on, stop. million dollars these people are on drugs the next case not any better the case after that not any better the fake elector scheme georgia case is falling apart the january 6th case is the only one that they're probably going to be able to ram through and rush through ahead of the election but it's another bogus case we've been through the committees we've been through the commission we've had a non-stop end-to-end coverage on january 6th and trump insurrection for two and a half years at this point enough is enough people have had enough where is the mess there is no Democrat message. If Democrats had a moderate plan that emphasized on free market capitalism, maybe slightly bigger than conservative government, but, you know, relatively limited government, common sense plans that help the most vulnerable in society, if that was the case, you know, Democrats would probably be able to do pretty well if they ran on things related to health care reforms and whatnot and actually brought. I think <clears throat> I think the, as long as the history is hidden from people the true history of the Democratic Party. As long as that history is hidden from the blacks, they'll be voting Democrat forever. That's the reality. Even the people that wake up and, and understand that, you know, the Ku Klux Klan connected to the Democratic Party. Um, I mean, if you want to be honest, because I've talked about this a while ago. Um, they created a chart, some liberals, they created a chart and the chart was supposed to be right wing or far right radical media. And it had a chart from, you know, five to one, I think. And at the bottom, it was pretty much Fox, uh, Christian broadcast, uh, news or a Christian broadcast network, excuse me. Um, Breitbart. Uh, Infowars, Turning Point USA, Prager University, you know, names like that. And then as it got up, they connected, they tried to connect the Republican Party pretty much to um, Nazism, pretty much. But in the same way that, you know, the right can be connected to white supremacy, the blatant and obvious fact is that the left can be connected to the Ku Klux Klan. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. 
legitimate reforms, like that's ever going to happen anyways. We're talking about in a hypothetical utopian world where Democrats are attempting to get elected, if they focused on solid ideas or moderate ideas, you know, kind of finding a balance between right and left, they could get elected. They could win elections. No problem. But they don't do that. They continue to become more and more extreme and more and more extreme. And it seems as though they're letting go of democracy these days. They have less interest in democracy and more interest in subverting democracy. They have more interest in changing the laws behind the scenes so that it benefits them than they do in actually presenting a message to the people. They have more interest in locking up their political opponents than debating their political opponents or proving them wrong. They have more interest in gaslighting, lying, and spreading propaganda about their opponents' ideas rather than winning a debate with facts and logic. It's just appealing to the cult, and that's another point that Joe Rogan mentioned that I thought was quite apt. They're depending upon party loyalty and Trump getting convicted and in prison. Abso-freaking-lutely. And you know what? Even beyond that, they're depending on party loyalty to convict Donald Trump, which is why they've launched all of these cases in Democrat stronghold counties. They did it on purpose. Fulton County, Georgia. You think Donald Trump's going to get a fair shot there? Oh, it's just a 90 to 10 Democrat county. No big deal. Another corrupt Democrat city. If it's not there, it's in Manhattan. If it's not in Manhattan, it's in arguably the most partisan left-wing place in America, Washington, D.C., which, you know, just happens to be the place that they're attempting to legally railroad Donald Trump, denying him discovery, denying him the ability to properly go through all the millions of documents for the case. They're not giving him extra time. They're trying to rush the case ahead of the 2024 election. Of course, the one case in the one place where people vote 95 plus percent for Democrats and in the one place where the case happens to be mostly opinion, you know, not really fact-based. Did President Donald Glorf engage in insurrection, peoples? Has the evidence provided enough proof? And every single freaking sheep Democrat on that jury is most likely <laughs> just going to say yes. Why? Because, of course, as we know, the evil orange man, he's got to go at any and all cost, even though he's on the record telling people to be peaceful, stay home, don't enter the Capitol, peaceably assemble and have your voice heard peacefully and patriotically. These are paraphrases and direct quotes of what Donald Trump said on the day of. But of course, ignore that. It doesn't matter when you're being tried in the Democrat court of public opinion. In other words, banana republic nonsense. But if Joe Rogan and his non-political guests can see right through it, then I pretty much guarantee you millions of Americans, and I mean millions of Americans, are probably coming to the exact same conclusion. And that's a little bit of a dangerous element that I don't think Democrats really want to play with. But that's just my thought. That's just my opinion. And anyways, if you enjoyed my opinion, if you enjoyed my random, unorganized thoughts, then consider leaving a like and possibly <laughs> subscribing. Of course, you know that we'd love to have you. Thanks for watching, friends. And I'll Check out Liberal Hive Mind on YouTube. And, you know, just to give, like, a brief intermission, right? Um, you know, people talk about, you know, when did black people give a fuck about Donald Trump? Why do black people care so much about Donald Trump? It doesn't make sense, right? I want to go over a short that I went over this morning. And the reason why I want to go over it is because you have a rapper, a rapper by the name of Tony Ayo from G-Unit, the group from Curtis Jackson, also known as 50 Cent, Young Buck, and Lloyd Banks, all right? But Tony Ayo gives you his experience on, you know, 
how he met Donald Trump. Let's check it out. An important reminder that Donald Trump has already won the black vote. Why? You met Trump before. Yeah, I met Trump when I first got out of jail. He came to drug dealer Wednesdays with me and Ufi before he was the president. What's the deal? See, you see who I'm sitting next to? Donald Trump. Smell the money. You know you. I never thought I'd be next to this guy, man. I don't think they believe he's here. Donald Trump, Trump just say something. I'm here, folks. I'm here. Whoa. <laughs> Smell the money. Smell. You hear how these niggas sound when they're with Trump? It's like they're with, like, a superhero. They're with a superhero. They're like, whoa. <laughs> you hear the niggas in the back. <laughs> hey, Black. <laughs> Them niggas just said, whoa, Trump said something. Yo, that's crazy. That's fucking insanity. Money. Mr. Trump, are you going to buy my album? June 28th? Absolutely. Is he going to buy all your albums? albums? <laughs> Can you buy 10 million albums? <laughs> <laughs> you can buy whatever you throw at Whoa. 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 I think 50's on your heels, Trump. Well, he's, he's got to be catching me for sure. He's doing pretty well. Hello? Yo, ho, where's 50 at? That's the boy. I'm right here. Oh, all right, 50. That's we got Donald boys. Trump here. These niggas. <laughs> that nigga sound excited as hell. Like, yo, 50, we got Donald Trump over here. <coughs> this is how much black people hate Donald Trump, by the way. You see, the more shit like this just keep becomes more of a, a trending topic. <coughs> I'm smoking this joint, by the way. That's why I'm coughing. The more this shit becomes a trending topic, the more people from the urban areas, the inner cities, wake up, see what's going on, and be able to have, you know, meaning. You had a guy. I like I like going over it because it's just like the end of the world. It's like a doomsday device in itself. <clears throat> a Black Lives Matter founder in Rhode Island supports Trump. If that can happen, trust me, anything can happen, all right? And I mean anything. Joe Rogan, <coughs> who from the longest uh, considered himself more or less liberal than conservative with a lot of things. But, of course, he owns weapons, so there's that. Um, you know, had a... Neutral stance. I think he's had more and more sort of political discussions. And I think he kind of understands in a sense of why people support Trump. It's not even realistically that he has to, has to support Trump. But now he understands why others support Trump, especially over Joe Biden. Okay, um, we're going to continue with this episode. We're about halfway through. Like I said, man, we're not uh, not doing much this time. Um, hopefully I can have everything finished so I can get the fuck out of here when it's time to get out of here. Um, where's my shit at, man? Uh, okay. Right now we got the uh, Roseanne... Bar 
podcast featuring uh, Tucker Carlson. And I guess this is, I don't know if this is, I'm going to assume this is Tucker's quote because he says, I became an active Trump supporter after they raided Mar-a-Lago. So let's find out. How do you feel about Trump saying he would consider you for vice president? Oh, gosh, I don't. (laughs) I put that in the category of asteroids striking the Earth, (laughs) good or bad. Uh, It's so far outside of my control that I, you know, I'm I'm flattered. Yeah, it is flattering, isn't it? For sure. But, I mean, it's hard to, you know, I've never been in politics. I've never. Would you ever do it? Would I accept yeah, if I you really I ask you. About that. Um, I mean, I spent my whole life looking at politicians and commenting on them and passing judgment on them, and I've never run for, you know, room mother. And so the idea of that is so far from anything I've ever done, it's kind of hard even to imagine. What do you think? I certainly support Trump, I'll tell you that. And I can tell you, I mean, I've always agreed with Trump's policies, always. And I lost friends over it. Um, but... <laughs> and I've never really actively supported anybody because it's not my job to actively support people. I right. watch, you know, right. I like to watch. Um, but I'm a voyeur. Yeah. But I became an active Trump supporter when they raided Mar-a-Lago last summer. The summer oh, okay. of 2022. That, that, that's just, that can't stand. No, that can't. And that I was something. agree with Trump on a lot. But even if I disagreed with Trump on a lot, I'd still be a Trump supporter because you cannot allow that. You cannot allow the you know, the regime, the president of the United States to use the Justice Department to knock the front runner out of the race. You can't do that. No, you can't do that. So it's bigger than Trump. It's bigger than Biden. It's a question of, you know, do you want to live in a free country with a functioning justice system? You know, that's exactly. And right. so I'm voting for Trump. And if they convict him, I will send him the max donations and I will lead protests. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. Because, oh, and by the way, if I thought that he had committed some real crime, I wouldn't. Yeah, these niggas is tweaking. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, these niggas is on something different. I respect it, though. I respect it. Um, I feel that a lot of people are kind of saying to themselves, it's about time. I think that's the same thing that... <clears throat> A lot of white conservatives said to themselves when Trump was elected back 2016, it's about time, right? I like the way that um, Anthony Cumia explained it, where it was kind of like Trump at the time was just looked at as that necessary wrench to be thrown into the machine and to malfunction and almost expose the entire operation, the entire deep state, the entire establishment, right? In the process. So people really saw Trump at that point going forward and was like, yeah, we want we want this guy. Oh, he's a jerk. He's this, he's that. Yeah, but he's the necessary jerk. He's the necessary force. That is needed in this country at this time. It was needed when he was when he was, I think, on some bullshit with the fucking election. Ten fucking days or seven days to find out, you know, who over a fucking week to find out um, who won, right? The mail-in ballots. 
you know, there's still information of that that's out there. I wonder if y'all knew that. Um, <clears throat> to this day, they're actually doing, um, they got situations now where they got judges in certain areas going over voter voter fraud and duplicate um, ballots and all these other things are popping up. I want y'all to think about what I just said. At a point, if y'all can remember, you were the conspiracy theorist. And as a conspiracy theorist, you actually couldn't bring up things like the election and you couldn't bring up the, the, the vote counting machines, the Dominion, couldn't bring up none of those, right? Because if you did, you won an automatic tinfoil hat and you would be considered crazy and they could easily write you off as such. Now, today, a lot of courts, what, what was that from? Was that Benny Johnson? I want to say that was Benny Johnson, where in a lot of cases, they're, they're pointing out that the voting counter machine was an invasion of the 15th. No, was it the 14th Amendment and the First Amendment? I could be wrong. Could be 15th, but I think it's 14th. This was a voter counter machine that by judges are, in other words, considered unconstitutional. But these unconstitutional machines were used at the right place and at the right time for the right guy, because there's no way in hell that the country all at once voted Biden over Trump. If this was a realistic, if the last election was realistic, no melon voting ballots, <clears throat> no COVID, in which some people will even say to throw in the conspiracy of this thing being set by design so that Trump can take the rap for COVID X, Y, and Z. But y'all niggas already know that. They've been trying to set this nigga up from the beginning. 2016, one, um, blew Hillary Clinton out the water. Right. But Russia, 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 Russia gate. Trump has something to do with Russia. He didn't win fairly. <clears throat> Doesn't that sound like how a lot of the conservatives like myself sound when you look at this bullshit election 2020? Just saying. But he didn't. He and Biden are both found with classified documents at home, along with every other former high level federal official in history. But only Trump is indicted. Like, tell me how that works. Oh, shut up. Okay. And and Biden is the one who did it illegally because he was never president. Of course, yep. he did it. Vice you think president. Dick Cheney brought home any like classified Iraq war documents and showed them to his wife in 2003? Yes, is the answer. And the FBI didn't, you know, put bugs in his house and didn't. I mean, the whole look, I spent my life in Washington. I spent 35 years there from 1985 to 2020s. And my father ran a federal agency. So I know how the classification system worked. Damn. And still works. And it's a lie. It's yeah, a lie. It's a complete lie. It's a complete lie. There are over a billion classified documents. So how is that a democracy? If you don't know what your government is doing and yeah. you have no right to know on the basis of totally fraudulent national security claims, it's not a democracy, right? It's an oligarchy. And so, and I believe in democracy. I think that the people own this country. It's not owned by federal unionized bureaucrats or appointees no. or the richest people. It's not just like the 27 billionaires get to run everything. I just don't agree with that. 
I don't either. I hate it, actually. And I they're not even too. good at it. That's the other thing. They're selfish and they're stupid and they're short-sighted and they're totally lacking. <laughs> so they're not even running the country well. But even if they were, I would still be opposed to it because that's a betrayal of the core promise of America. Yeah, that's feudalism. So, completely. But at least in feudalism, there was a symbiotic relationship between the lord and the serfs. They each needed each other. Right. The people around our country do not need labor. Yeah. Labor has no value in America. Yeah. The average person has no power, no economic power. And when you take away the promise of like free elections, you don't even have political power. Your vote doesn't even matter. No. There it is. That's really super dark. So um, there it is. I'm completely opposed to it. I reject the premise of the charges classified on what grounds? Oh, they're nuclear secrets. Really? Which ones? They can't tell you. They're classifying a lot. Thousands of documents from the Kennedy assassination. Which Damn. is now, next week, it'll be 60 years. It's yeah. unbelievable. January, I mean, rather, November 22nd, 1963. And we're now in November of 2020. On what grounds could they be hiding that? Well, obviously to hide the CIA's complicity in the murder of the president. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, this nigga's dropping bombshells. Simple grounds on which they can hide those documents. Don't lecture me about classification. Talk I actually know a guy who was in charge of it. Talk that I, shit. I know a lot about this subject. It's it's a lie. And don't expect me to play along with it. What do you think of Hillary saying Trump's Hitler? Did that curdle your blood or like she's, it did mine? She's, I think she, I've never taken her very seriously. I mean, I know, I, I know her also. <laughs> I was at the newspaper in Arkansas um, in the early 90s, 30 years ago. Oh, shit. So I know a lot about Hillary and I, I don't think she's a good person. I think she'll put you in a camp. Without thinking about it, whoa, well, whoa, education, well, for sure. Whoa, and she means it. I mean, she's got an authoritarian sensibility, but I've, I, I think she's not very bright, and I think she's most. I mean, she's based eighty, but I, th I think of her as like a child, and so I don't take Base. her seriously enough to really be Base. mad at her. But she'll say whatever, whatever she needs to say. Trump the is Hitler. The thing she does so well, though, is to uh, project what she does well, onto Trump. <laughs> It's like she holds up the mirror and she's like, Russia, Russia, Russia. And that I swear to God, when I talked about her mentioning Trump as Hitler, I said the same thing. It's as if this woman is looking into the mirror and explaining herself when she explains Donald Trump. I said the ex not not the same exact thing, but around the same thing. When she was selling plutonium to Russia. She devised this whole thing with a fake dossier to frame a sitting United States president, which is, isn't that treason? When you're then use a, a, a completely corrupt FISA court with fake FISA stuff oh, to spy on a sitting, to bring down the sitting president of the United States yes. during wartime. Yes. Isn't that some sort of misprison of treason, treason or something like that? Of course. I mean, it's, it's a betrayal of democratic principles, a betrayal of the Constitution. It's illegal. Um, and then she's sitting up there going, Trump is time. Hitler. Uh, hey, you do, well, look what you put us through for seven years. And that doesn't even begin to, uh, it doesn't even begin to talk about the physical damage done to him. But it's pretty revealing, though, because most people couldn't do that. I mean, all of us know, lie, that's, yeah, that's, you know, but our lies, the average person, first of all, this is why polygraphs work. You know, polygraphs are not admissible in court, but that doesn't mean they don't work. Everybody uses polygraphs. The CIA uses polygraphs. The military uses polygraphs. Big companies use polygraphs. Why? Because they work. They detect deception. 
And the but reason they, they do is they don't work on sociopaths. Exactly. The reason they work there is because go. normal people, even if they're liars, feel guilty when they lie and there their palms sweat and their heart rate rises and their temperature rises. The average person, when he lies, tells a lie that's you know, 15 degrees off center. You know, I'm drinking Pellegrino, but actually it's Perrier or whatever. Yeah. What they don't do is invert the lie. Right. You're drinking Perrier. I'm not. Exactly. But that is so – the average person can't understand it. It's bewildering. It throws you off balance. It's so aggressive and deeply, like, dishonest at the core level that you can't even relate to it. I know. Right? And so you think, well, holy shit, maybe it's true. <laughs> I mean, like, you do. why would they say it if it wasn't true? Because that's what a normal person does exactly. when you're accused. You go, exactly. oh, my God, did I do something wrong? Totally. It's happened you to me, actually. You don't, you don't immediately go, uh-uh, you did. You did. Exactly. Right? So it does, I think, reveal moral disease and a, a worldview that's, like, so different from mine, I can't even relate to it. Oh, you see. All right. So that was the Roseanne uh, Bar podcast. That was Tucker Carlson, a potential vice president. There was also speculation about Ben Carson, but once again, speculation. Plus, it was from black people, so I should already know to take that with a grain of salt. You know what I mean? But um, it was rumored that... um, Ben Carson was going to be chosen as a vice president, but Trump already pretty much said that he would consider Tucker Carlson as vice president. Now, you can look at this in two ways. Either I think I think Tucker would be a good vice president. I personally think so. He knows enough about politics. Um, He claims to be so devoted to Trump, which is not new. It was just how he said it, especially when he said if Trump would ever get locked up, he would go out there and start the protest, which says a lot. Now, I think. I think that goes into the lines of loyalty. I don't think he would do anything that, um, you know, that Benedict Arnold, Mike Pence would do. I think the Americans would embrace it because they're used to seeing him. A lot of those people who are fans of him, they're used to seeing him on TV. There would be this weird correlation and connection with uh, Trump, someone who was known before politics, and obviously um, Tucker Carlson, someone who was known before politics. So there's a lot of there's a lot of things, you know, that would make uh, the Trump Carlson twenty four idea, you know, interesting. Like I said before, man, at one time, I would say, and not even one time, very recently, I would say uh, uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. and Trump would be a game changer, right? But the reality is, 
two people are generally opposite of one another without really without even really throwing shots at one another, which is an interesting dynamic. But <clears throat> Tucker Carlson could be a mix. That could actually work, you know, going forward. Um, I've talked about this before with the indictments. This only did nothing but um, give more attention to Trump, especially by the blacks who would who would traditionally uh, downplay all of this, say Trump's a racist X, Y and Z. You got a lot of people who. And like shout out to Tony Ayo because he said it straight up like, yeah, we, we saw Trump. And this was back when he was still doing uh he just got out, I think. Or this is around the time he got out, maybe about, I would say at least two to three months after Tony Ayo got out when he started working on his album. And uh, Trump went down there and you already heard it. I mean, this is the person, like I said, this is the so-called white supremacist. So, I mean, how many white supremacists do you see around rappers, for Christ's sakes? And they're not record. Uh, <laughs> they're not ahead of the record label. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what, what, what type of racist are we dealing with here with Donald Trump? Let's be honest, people. What is going on, family? We, we really got to be honest with this one. I don't really see... Um, not that... <sighs> I think to some effect, <clears throat> it affected Trump going forward because, you know, in his mind, he's saying to himself, well, shit, in the 90s, these niggas was all around me in the 90s, 2000s, rap music, glorified Trump. You heard the way that Who Kid and, and, and all, you heard all those niggas in the studio reacted when Trump talked. <coughs> It's like, yeah, yeah, say something, Trump. Yeah, these people don't believe me. And they said something, they're like, oh. But yeah, that's that's the racist. Yep. Tony Yeo obviously feels that Trump's a racist. Right? We've seen 50 Cent. We've seen Snoop Dogg. We've seen Oprah Winfrey. We've seen Jesse Jackson. We've seen Al Sharpton. We've seen all these people smiling, taking pictures with the so-called white supremacists they're calling today. I want y'all to think about this, people. Where did this all come from? Was this not a political plot or a smear campaign from the very beginning? That's all I ask. Take your time responding now. Because you know and I know all this shit is BS. So when you see Trump going to a UFC event and he comes out and it's like, you know, a gladiator within the Coliseum. It's because the people that didn't understand 2016 and may not really have understood 2020 definitely understand now. And I think it's about people that really want to see a positive change in the country, regardless of who's doing it. So a lot of people, like I said, that don't like Trump because Trump is too much of an asshole. I like Trump 
because he's that much of an asshole. I don't I don't sit back. Like, I don't want my leaders to sit back and lollygag and bullshit. I want my leaders to go out there, cuss these people out because these people ain't shit. You, Trump go out there, cuss out uh, reporters. Why be mad over that? That's that's classic. Trump cussing out reporters. How many savage uh, compilations did we go through? We probably went through a lot. Yo, I'm not even going to lie to you. Yo. We went through a lot of uh, Trump savage uh, Trump savage moments. And um, it's all gold. Never gets old. All gold. Cussing out CNN. Calling niggas fake news. Telling niggas to sit down. Calling other people up. Walking out of the fucking... Um, Walking out of the briefings. This is this is classic Trump. This is vintage Trump. This is the Trump we need back in office. Why have a guy who can barely walk a straight line? You got a guy who can barely go up a flight of steps to get on a plane. I mean, what more do you guys need? You can't ride a bicycle. He's slipping and sliding Joe Biden. You know it and I know it. Don't be mad at me. Be mad at policies. Don't be mad at me. Be mad at policy. Be be mad at the the motherfucker you voted for. Okay? Be mad at the person you voted for. I'm mad at Trump because he didn't win because at the same time, I knew this shit was BS. And the fucking, um, you know, the 2020 election was a fucking a sham. I knew it. I just didn't say anything. I just said, cool, he got it. He got it. But honestly, at that point, that's kind of when I lost. I lost like hope for humanity for at least three months. From <clears throat> from pretty much the end of November to about the beginning of April, I just could not care less. You know, um, it it to see the people doing the cha cha slide and parading in the streets. To now seeing them complain about groceries and can see them complain about gas. It is kind of funny. It would only be funnier if I wasn't going through the same issues. See what I mean? But I can at least laugh at them in my pain and my struggles and say, you voted for the man who caused this. Period. You voted for the man responsible for Bidenomics. Okay. You voted the man that's responsible for this inflation we have. The outrageous gas prices, carton of eggs, ten damn near ten fucking dollars, depending on where you at. I'm black. I'm exaggerating. I'm black. Y'all know what I mean. High cost for everything. <clears throat> Christmas shopping's going down. Whoop de fucking do. People still living paycheck to paycheck, especially nowadays. It was the people that kind of benefited in the beginning. They got the loan. Oh, they got the uh, the the program uh, from Trump. They're able to start their own fucking business and have shit going on from that. There was only a few people that that really took advantage of that. And to this day, they're still making money. And they will honestly tell you, it's because of Trump. So it's it's not it's not a it's a secret for some communities, some black communities. But I think those communities, you're not going to have much change. You don't got many fathers. You don't got many uh, male leaders. 
it's not about male leaders. It's just men who are willing to lead themselves and be an example for others to lead and follow. Um, you're not going to have that. So it's not going to happen. You got niggas like me waking up based, not really giving a fuck. You already know I voted for Trump 2020. I vote for the nigga again. You dig? But this time, you know, this time it matters. I told y'all my first vote was for Obama, 2008, Democrat. Was I a Democrat? No. Was I a liberal? No. Was I a leftist to an extent? Yes. But I didn't do it. I didn't vote for this nigga because of his policies or anything like that. Simple identity politics 101. He black. Gotta vote for the black. He gonna be the first black president. You know, all the niggas was saying that, you know. And I remember voting for the first time and not really caring. This is my first time voting was for, you know, Barack Obama, the first black president, allegedly. And, um, you know, I didn't really care much about it at the time. And then at nighttime, they went through, um, I want to say CNN, everybody where I was at, everybody had the fucking, um, you know, election on and then. Obama won, and I lied to you not. Niggas lost their fucking minds, bro. It was like it was like the black people as a team, as a baseball team, like Negro League. We we won the World Series. It was some shit like that. I, I couldn't, I couldn't explain it. I still didn't care. I was like, cool, bet, black president. That sounds cool. But then I'm not gonna lie. It took me about one year. To where I was just like, yeah, I don't give a shit about this guy anymore. Didn't take long. The black thing wore off. I hate to say it like that, but that's kind of the reality. As a black, as a fellow black, I'm going to say for Obama, the black wore off a bit. He's just like the rest of these sheeple politicians. Just like the rest of these propagandists who, you know, promote change and hope. And none of these things meant nothing. More was done for the gay community than the black community. That's a known fact. I'm not saying that to be hateful, but I'm saying that to be factual. And people got to put facts over feelings and start looking at things for what it is. You know, it's almost an hour. Um, it's almost 720. That's two full rotations. Um, it's almost 720. Get ready to wrap this shit up. Um, I did some earlier today, but I honestly don't know if I want to share it now. Although I could share that and share this and it would technically be two hours. So that might be the plan. That might be the plan. So look out for that, or uh, which technically, if you were li- still listening at this point, you've probably already heard part one. But just know that was from earlier. Or if not, ignore what I'm saying because this will be shared separate. I don't know yet. But yeah, whole lot of things going on, right? Um, let me just backtrack a bit. You know, give my all right. So Joe Rogan, it's called Joe Rogan sees the truth. Shout out to liberal hive mind. Joe Rogan's not saying nothing that's really mind blowing. Not even for him because he said 
things that were even more mind blowing for somebody like him with his audience. And I think I've had my opinions on this. Maybe you guys can give some feedback. I don't know. So, um, Patrick Bet Davis, uh, also known for uh, the PBD podcast, uh, very, I would say moderate, but mostly right leaning sort of platform. Um, he goes on Joe Rogan's show a lot. They seem to be buddies or really friends behind the scenes, actual friends. And he always tries to convince Joe Rogan, like, hey, man, why don't you get Donald Trump on your uh, on your show? He's like, oh, I just don't want it. I think it boils down to his audience. I think a lot of people will fail to notice that his audience is more moderate left and even just, you know, flat left than your typical conservative. And although there's a lot of conservative people that will say that they're they are fans of Joe Rogan, but I think for the most part, his audience is actually sort of the moderate, even apolitical bunch. So it's very hard to break that down. Um, but yeah, him seeing the truth, no surprise. He's rubbed elbows with Trump a good amount of times uh, as a commentator for UFC. Um, like I said, with with Tucker Carlson, he's always mostly been spot on. Um, this here is of no exception. I think he would be uh, a worthy pick for vice president. Although I am kind of, I'm, I'm liking the Ben Carson. I'm liking the, uh, you know, the Trump Carson 24 thing, but, you know, I mean, Trump, Trump Carlson 24 could work. It could work, you know, but yeah, I got to go in here, finish my eight and hit the gate. So as I always say, in the meantime and in between time, and until next time, Jersey Judah, with another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. Sign it out. Peace.